fans it's that time again it's the end of your wrestling week and you know what that means it's time for wrestlegeddon it has been one hell of a week for wrestling i'm chris the heat matthews he's garage money mon and he's a tennessee jesus carl crossland let's dive into our wrestlemania hangover edition of the wrestlegeddon podcast fellas what's going on well unfortunately i don't have an actual hangover <laughs> you know, nah. it wasn't the greatest match you ever seen. The greatest match. You mean the greatest? WWE the greatest history? rest. Yeah, the greatest. The most stupendous. Match. The most stupendous WrestleMania ever. The biggest main event of all time. Of all time. Yeah, man. All the time. Oh man. <laughs> so bad. I don't know. It's kind of um it seemed like night one had more entertaining matchups than night two did. But we'll go. Yeah. For sure. To a little more of that, but man is insane. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who don't put this on so random? For fuck's sake! Let's get into the random band entrance oh, theme. God. I knew there's something I forgot to do. <laughs> oh my God. It's all right. I, I know the answer. It's a picture. I saw your picture today. I actually don't fucking even know. Y'all go first. I'll have an answer in a minute. <laughs> all right. So Kid Rock is who we got this week. Yep. And the answer that everybody should have went with is I am the bull god. I am free. And I feed on all that is forsaken. I'm gonna get you. I see through you. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? What do you got, Chris? Oh, man. This was a tough one. Because we ruled out, like, all the good stuff. <laughs> no, the bull yeah, guys. The... I got it. I picked it. Uh, yeah, but, like, ball with the ball was, like, my automatic choice. But essentially mm-hmm. ruled that out already for being a, a wrestler's theme song. Um, I went with You Never Met. A motherfucker quite like me. Yes, I do. <laughs> I uh, did a little research on this because I haven't listened to Kid Rock and God knows how long. So found that one. I was like, this is can I, like this. can I pick Garrett? <laughs> I was gonna pick this song. Hold on, give me a minute. Yeah, yeah, we're def- we're going with that, but but I definitely want to hear your pick. All right, go uh, Garrett's gonna go with uh, Kid Rock. You don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna pick one of the first songs I listened to, which is "Fuck Off" because it sounds like a good song for my life. And to reply to you. Oh, uh, okay. I think you'd like mine yeah. better if you like to listen to it. 
I'm sure it would. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Kid Rock. All right, Carl, what we got for next week? All right, man. We got uh, something right up Gary's uh, Garrett's alley. We got uh, none other than uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, hell yeah. That's a hard choice. What was it? Justin Timberlake. That's a very hard choice. There's a lot of answers to that. You know, it's, uh, it might take. There's me. only one answer. No, we're rolling out in sync, right? Yes. Yeah. There's no in sync. Alright. So there's only one answer and it's sexy it's back. It's tearing up my heart when I'm with you. Because when we are apart, I'm bringing sexy back. Oh man, awesome! So Justin Timberlake, that should be a fun one. <laughs> yep. All right, so there's that random band entrance theme. Not a whole lot of news this week, so we'll just bundle all this together for the six pack recap, all that other fun stuff. So let's get into the meat and potatoes, the six pack recap. <laughs> Uh, we'd have a six-pack, but uh, we had to throw it at Stone Cold over the weekend. <laughs> uh, six-pack? He had like a damn... <laughs> well, I know. They, <laughs> ran out of, they ran out of beer, so we had to throw them ours. They had like a cooler like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Ringside, the entrance stage, backstage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That man had beer like... Beer stations. I'm a, I'm a lie. Let's just be honest. Austin was the best thing about me. Can we just put that out there? 100%. Night two, definitely. Night one and night two. Night, yeah, night one was pretty good. Like, And I'll give you that, Carl. You definitely called that one. Yeah. All right. So let's get into... <clears throat> oh, man. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's get into a little bit of news we got. Um, apparently Tony Khan has been given creative control over triple a, um, uh, I don't like triple a triple a will still decide the outcomes of the matches when it comes to the title matches, but Tony Khan will develop the storylines because he's so great at developing storylines. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I knew that's where we were going to go. I'd rather have I'd rather have fucking Vince Russo fucking come up with the story storylines. <laughs> or Jim Cornette. Don't you dare say that man's name. <laughs> Somebody. Fuck Jim Cornette. Listen, listen I, I, I love I love Jim Cornette. <laughs> I do not. Oh man. So the biggest thing with this is like like you said, like Tony Khan can barely book storylines for AEW. Like, what the fuck is going on with Julia Hart? Like, it's been like two months now since uh, Black sprayed that black mist in her face, and she's still walking around, like, moping around with an eye patch. Like, what the fuck? Like, is there going to be any type of payoff for this? Or is she still walking around with an eye patch looking like an emo knockoff wish version of Alexa Bliss? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't understand. 
and then you finally put like Jay Lethal in something, but only because you bought Ring of Honor and you need Ring of Honor stuff. So Jay Lethal and Samoa Joe. So, but where's so actual storylines? So how did he get uh, creative control? Did he like pay some money, or is he a part I owner or something? Or? I it did not say. Like every article that I saw for it, I didn't see anything on there. I guess AEW or AAA officials, um, from everything that I read, just came to the decision to let him book the title matches, um, or the event, like the the story arcs leading up to the title matches. Because you know the because FTR is the Triple A tag team champions. Yeah, I know that's why we got that tag title match um, Tuesday night. But it's like okay, and then you got Deanna Perazzo, that's the Reina de Reina's champion, which is another Triple A title. So, like, what's going to happen with that? Even though she's an Impact, so there's like a whole bunch of stuff going on. I can't remember who's the um, world champion. It's not Kenny Omega because I think he lost it. I don't remember who the AAA world title world champion is, but I feel like I, it's Band- I feel like for some reason it's Bandito. It might. I think it is Bandito. Actually, is there with a laptop in front of me? I could just look it up. <laughs> Ricky Starks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> it could be. Yep. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, Triple A Mega Championship belongs to Hio Del Vikingo. All right. Probably just completely butchered the butchered name. His name. <laughs> um, won it December fourth, twenty twenty one, uh, defeating Samurai Del Sol, Jay Lethal, Bobby Fish, and Bandito in a five way match. Okay, I know it was um uh, apparently due to Kenny Omega's injuries, they put together his five way match. So Kenny Omega actually never lost the title. He just got injured or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. Awesome. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> so let's go. Yeah, so that's the biggest thing. And then like Tony Khan's tweeting some like ridiculous shit again too. Um about how he did an independent study and the AEW haters are just fake accounts with bots that boost their boost their views or whatever. Oh, whatever. I was like, what the fuck? I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not an AEW hater by no means, but it's like, <laughs> come on. Now. Like, I enjoy AEW. Like, there's been yeah. some good matches. Like, this week with FDR and the Young Bucks. It's actually mm-hmm. a pretty good match. And there's been some other yeah. great matches on there, too. But, like... Oh, yeah, they've been... They've had pretty a, but... I'm just not a Tony Khan fan. I think that's, I think that's what it boils down to. No. <laughs> oh man. I'm I'm a, I mean, I, I like Tony Khan. 
I like Tony Khan, but it's like, man, this dude, AEW, like, stop trying to be Vince Jr. and get your hands involved and all this other shit. I think that's what it is, is he's trying to be, trying to compare himself or make himself up to be Vince, and he just, it's not going to happen. As you saw at WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> All these freaking people, like the uh, supercard of honor with the uh, Briscoes versus uh, versus FTR, with people chanting "fuck WrestleMania," and how many of them had tickets for WrestleMania the next night? <laughs> Ninety of them, or probably none of them, because they <laughs> couldn't get WrestleMania tickets. So that's why they was at the fucking supercard of honor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh, I mean, to be honest, I mean, I tried to get WrestleMania tickets one time, like, because I had money to buy them one time before I had kids and stuff. And they fucking, it was like in Chicago that year, and they like sold out within like fucking fifteen minutes of being yep. on online at Ticketmaster. <clears throat> yeah, it's insane. Oh, and that, that's the other thing with this too is like people. People shit on WWE and dog WWE like fans and like some talent, but like WWE is still the mountain, like the peak of the mountain for professional wrestling. Like there's no company that has that global reach or the ability to make you a bigger name than WWE does. Yeah, I mean, we dog dog them too. So, I mean, you know, people in glass houses can't throw stones. But I know we I know we dog them too. But <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> but for the most part, like we we do enjoy a lot of the product. So yeah, whether it be yeah. like the older stuff or you know certain aspects of the newer stuff, like we don't completely shit on everything they do. It's like AEW. We don't completely shit on everything that AEW does. <clears throat> I think the only company we really don't say anything negative about is Impact or NWA. So, uh, yeah, but, um, I, mean, we, I don't know. We, we was kind of shitting on them there for a moment, but <clears throat> well, yeah, up until recently with Impact, but yeah, but yeah with NWA, I, I don't think we've yeah we have May Valentine. Oh, May Valentine. Yeah, yeah. that's the only downside <laughs> with NWA. Well, two two downsides. Uh, Taryn Terrell is the other one. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can give you that. Yeah. Other than that, like I don't have any any qualms with NWA. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into it. Let's talk a little bit here, uh, some non WrestleMania stuff before we get into the two nights of Mania. Um, couple, I didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of this stuff, but I did see some clips here. Um, FTR versus the Briscoes, so we mentioned briefly with the fans, you know, chanting "fuck WrestleMania." From what I saw, the highlights that I watched of this match, holy shit, was this an amazing matchup. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's probably better than any tag team <laughs> match they put in WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, amazing. So, yeah. And sure. honestly, you have... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you got two, like, two of the, like, top five current tag teams in the world right now going at it and it's 
like the the build up for this was awesome. Like this is one of those things. Like, are we gonna, ever going to see this match? Is this match actually going to happen? And then it happens, and like everyone goes ape shit for it, which just amazing. And the the shitty thing is, it took Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor to actually get this match to happen. Yeah. Now, what I was going to say is, uh, I bet it was better than uh, them versus the Young Bucks. It was. Even oh, from yeah, just yeah. the highlights, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It's like you don't you don't have like the typical young bucks match. No. So, you always have the garbage super kick super kick party. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much what boiled down to. Like there wasn't that much different between um FTR versus Young Bucks too compared to the first time that they wrestled. I mean it was probably it was better, but there was still some stuff in there that, you know, was the same as the first match. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, the exactly bucks, the bucks every once in a while pull like a good match out and you know I think it depends on it their is. opponents. Yeah. Cause they've had great matches with uh, with FDR, obviously, the Briscoes. Um uh, I'm trying to think of the Lucha Brothers, that cage. Lucha Brothers, yep. So I think it all depends on who they're wrestling against. Because like they've had some garbage tag matches too, but um yeah. Uh let's see, multiverse of matches we had. Did the good brothers wrestle the Briscoes on their tour? Am I thinking of something else? Cause it the Briscoes wrestled like six times, six matches in the span of like three days. I don't know about that. I uh, was moving like my Spider series and I only get to watch this. Cut out a little bit there, Carl. Uh, so, uh, I was moving furniture, so I only watch WrestleMania. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it was the uh, the Briscoes versus uh, the Good Brothers. So the Briscoes pulled double duty Friday night. Uh, you said duty, duty. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, they actually showed um, Impact this week was highlights from uh, the multiverse of matches. So there wasn't like anything like new as far as like Impact Wrestling goes, but like. This match, the tag match with the Good Brothers and the Briscoes was pretty damn good, too. Most of these matches on here were good from the, the highlights that they showed. Yeah. Especially the Ultimate X match was amazing. Uh, Trey Miguel did retain on that one. Um, Actually, we did have a little bit of news, too. Speaking of Trey Miguel, I don't know if you guys want to talk about uh, Nash Carter. But... Eh, I mean... Uh, it's fucking, fucking Nash Carter. Like, yeah, everybody knows about it. <laughs> yeah, and had to they had to relinquish the titles already. They had MS. Yeah, well, they had to. He's like, yeah. the hell, what's West gonna do? Make Enzo as a partner. <laughs> dude, love. dude love. Apparently, after his like release and everything, Enzo started trending. It was pretty funny. I don't because they're. 
a lot of people were saying that it's like the same thing that happened to Enzo. Mm-hmm. Like, but Enzo didn't get released because of that. Enzo got released because he never brought it to management's attention so they could help him with it. That's why he got released. Because he knew about it ahead of time before she had, you know, put out the accusations. So instead of him, you know, trying to cut it off at the nose, he just, you know, let it all go public and blow up. And that's the the big issue with that. No. Um, actually, there was something else that popped up in the news I forgot to put in here. WWE trademarked a new uh, name for a talent. Oh, as uh, Elton Prince. Oh, no. I like it. Elton Prince. Elton Prince. So, my question is, who are they giving this name to? Elton Prince. <laughs> Probably. Uh, there's only one... Maybe There's LA only one, <laughs> one person I can think of that that would actually fit, and it's the Velveteen Dream. Mm, yeah, maybe. They bring him back, rebrand him as Elton Prince. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Which I don't see yeah. why we do that. Like I'd go with the established Velveteen Dream, but we'll see what happens. So I'm kind of interested. Uh, that Elton Prince name is kind of weird. But yeah. Anyway, so. I mean, could be Ezekiel. Yeah, it could be too. He comes back as like a piano player. <laughs> hey, what's your name? You can tell everybody <laughs> this is your song. Oh man. Uh I did not get to watch Stand and Deliver. Um I don't think did you guys watch any of that? No. I saw highlights of the ladder match. Yeah, I saw ladder. highlights of everything. Uh, that's pretty much all I saw. It was a boy. Cameron Grimes. Winning Cameron. that North American champion. Oh man, that was awesome! Oh, finally, glad they put a title on him. Yeah, that wasn't the million dollar title. Oh, good stuff! All right, let's get into let's get into WrestleMania because I know we all watch that. <laughs> all right, so night one. Let's roll with that. Would you guys standouts for night one? Like your best match, worst match. I mean, death worst match, match was the was the opening match, bro. Yeah, more than likely. Uh yeah. I think if it didn't get cut short to uh, Boogs getting injured, I think it would have been better. Uh, I mean, I don't see it recovering that much. I mean, it could have got maybe a little better, but it still was a shitty match to begin with. Oh, good thing that started the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I, I personally just, what, probably would have went with like when you when, like when you when you think of Usos and then Sensei McMore, like I would think it'd be like oh hell they're gonna you know yeah have a good match but no yeah I think uh, it was just one of those things I think they should have just said a fatal four way for the tag titles and just combine the the Usos and Nakamura boobs with the New Day and the uh, um, Sheamus and uh, what's his face? Rich Holland. Holland, yeah. I would have yeah, just but, did that. But then you would have had Holland kill probably like three people in that match. So I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> oh, that was the worst match. This, in that tag match. That was oh, the yeah. worst match in match two. I mean, night yeah. two. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, then the best match in night one, I'm going to say, was probably Cody and Rollins. There's no probably. Not, it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's no probably. Bone <laughs> Code was pretty fucking awesome, dude. So that, that was awesome. That was. Don't, was don't was get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as like actual wrestling, like Cody and Seth was by far like the show yeah. stealer for night one. Um, or part of the whole the whole prep review, I would say. Yeah. Are we in agreement agreement with that? I am in agreement. I I think so. But that brings me to well, we'll, we'll talk about that. I mean, night two. But I was gonna say like we can bring, what, up, we can bring up the Edge, versus, Edge versus Styles, Cody versus Seth, or Edge versus Styles. Those are definitely That's the it. two best matches of the two nights. Before yeah. Priest got involved. Well, I mean, even with Priest involved, like he wasn't that involved. Like you know, it wasn't that yeah. ruined the match. He just stood there. Um. So I mean, uh, I think, I think, uh, it, to me, it'd probably be Cody Rollins because you had you know that redeeming Cody redeeming his name. I was yeah. back using his name, his song. Oh, and it then he kind of paid homage to Stardust. You know, he did his little, little Stardust chant. <laughs> Even though he paid uh, homage to his father. Apparently, he had an agreement with Vince that they'll never bring up or talk about Stardust at all. It's like a handshake agreement with Vince when he uh, signed the contract that they would never talk about Stardust or any references to Stardust. And then he does that in the middle of the match. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, I don't care. I like Stardust. Like, yeah, I did too. Numerous times. But, it, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's it it was it was kind of needed. You know what I'm saying? Like it. Yeah. We go back to storytelling, and that's what he's been able to do um, over the, his run in AW, and uh, more important, like on the independent circuit before AW started. Um, it's just you know storytelling with your match. So you know he had to do the little Stardust thing just to pay homage to what he did, what he came from. You know, yep. uh, same Absolutely. thing with his father. You know, he did the bionic elbow just to show that you know I can, I, I'm still comfortable being out of his shadow type thing. You know, instead of yeah, because you have to be comfortable enough to do that move to do it. Um. And, you know, he was able to do it. Mm -hmm. The one thing I'll say with us, too, like with Cody, like one of the big things, 
Cody was booed for the last six months or more on AEW television. Like yeah. the AEW, AEW diehards could not wait to get him off their television screens. And then the second he shows up in WWE, they start calling him a traitor. Like, yeah, I mean, people are like y'all didn't want him. Like y'all didn't want him. And then Rollins, I mean, fucking Rollins could have a match with a fucking paper sack, and it'd probably be good. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so I have a little, uh, a little note to that match as well. So, uh, the the Mikazi that does the like the, the attire for all of them, he was yeah. on uh, Renee's uh, thing. And he's he was talking about uh, Rollins's get up and how they like went about going about it. And he basically had an idea after the rumble with Seth, like I want you to come out in a wedding dress. And then instead of making it white, they changed it to black. And then because they didn't know what his opponent was going to be or anything, and then they made yeah. wanted lace, so they made it black lace. And it just like kept evolving from there. And it was it was just so Man. funny listening to him talk about it all. I, I liked it. Like, awesome. It was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It's it's really cool to hear about like when you like the gear designers like talk about like what it goes into making the ring gear. Um which Kenny actually has a uh interview up with one of with uh the gear designer for Big E in the New Day. Yeah. Um on his uh YouTube channel. So that was actually a really great listen. So if you but, guys uh, get a chance, go back and check that out. But hi but hot take though, I kind of I kind of like that better than I like the uh, like comic book inspired uh, attire. Like at least it's like a, a original to yeah. him. Like you know, what I mean, nobody else is wearing it. I like that better. And I think that's the biggest thing with Rollins too is he tries to, especially now with the visionary thing, it's always something that's going to stand out. Like I do like the uh, his Thanos inspired gear with the the infinity gauntlet like on his boot which was awesome um and like some of his and other gear like his wolverine gear or stuff like that but i, I like um, i said i, but I, I like, like, I like the, the original original over the comic book inspired yeah i do like his visionary stuff too like stuff he's been wearing recently that's pretty cool um carmella actually like coming out there like freaking <laughs> material girl <laughs> Material girl. I thought she was they, Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, Graves. Yeah. Graves said she drew inspiration from a Madonna for her ring gear. Oh. That was definitely definitely Courtney Love. Didn't Courtney Love that do the wedding dress thing too? Or like I a think leather jacket? That, I mean, we could have Dennis Rodman inspired too. Like, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Graves definitely said it was like early like eighties Madonna inspired. So. Um, but which is cool though, because if you look at uh, Graves, like him and Carmella kind of had like matching, like he's, he's literally because they got married this weekend. So, um, like him and Carmella had uh, like matching gear. Like he had, she had like the wedding dress, and he was wearing kind of like the like the formal like wedding tuxedo look. So, and the, uh, cool. the thing is, too, they're booking her as like the hottest. In WWE or whatever, and it's like, dude, you're not even the hottest in this match. There's like three or no. four other girls hotter than you right oh now. Oh my god, it's like <laughs> Selena Vega. God damn, like she <laughs> probably had like the the killer ring gear. 
out of the four of them that tag out of, like everyone uh, in that tag match. I don't know. I was digging. I was Liv. digging the leather. Yeah. I was digging. The <laughs> I was liking some uh, bat bat woman and cat woman or whatever they were. Supposed to be. Oh, but if, I guess we're not getting. Um, I guess we're gonna end up seeing the split between Rhea and live after what happened on raw but we'll see what happens next week yeah because um, that uh, actually it was actually been a pretty cool gimmick the run yeah Rhea's but, gonna join yeah. uh the edge society <laughs> the edge appreciation society yeah <laughs> oh man oh, what else we might one we talked um owens and austin well actually no before that we had um charlotte and ronda rousey yeah, which kind of fell which, flat. It so I, like I was thinking the same thing when I watched it. Well, I wasn't really watching it. I was actually watching the second half of the Duke Carolina game, <laughs> kind of just looking at it. And everybody on the internet was like, "Yeah, it sucked." I thought it sucked. And then I went it, back and watched only, it. it. It was good. It was it a was good it. match. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as good as Becky and Bianca. But I think no, it was no. mainly due to the placement on the card. I think if it came before Cody and Seth, I think it would have got a better reception. And I yeah. think that's that's the biggest thing because the crowd was kind of dead. Like they, I mean, were like yeah, freaking Cody, exhausted from like Cody and Rollins. Like they needed like yeah, a reboot. Cody and Rollins, which had the best match, and then you probably had the second best match or third best match. After so it came in between two iconic moments that people are going to remember, other yeah. than you know Charlotte and uh, yeah, but like nobody's really going to remember Charlotte versus Ronda from WrestleMania 38. <laughs> I think if they would have did that match first and then maybe put on um, the Usos and Nakamura and Boogs in between those, it probably would have been a little different. Or shuffled something else up there. Uh, let's see. Bianca and Becky touched on that a little bit. That was by far my favorite women's match out of both nights. Yeah. Uh, the tag match was pretty good. I mean, yeah, the tag match was good, but like this one was like by far like my favorite match out of the. Yeah. It the was a little. It was matches. like. It was predictable, but. Yeah, I think the story, the storyline building up to this, and the actual story in the match, I think was the the best out of the three of them. So I think that's what kind of uh, drew me to that match a little more. Why I enjoyed it a little more is mainly was more because of that storyline. I didn't really watch a whole lot of SmackDown. Should made it hair versus hair. I thought that's what it was going to end up doing, like a last minute type thing. Apparently, then, Bianca like, Becky, Bianca refuses to do a hair versus hair match because she, like, it's not even her. Real, not, it's not even her real hair. She can just fucking braid it back in <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> it's She's afraid to lose her hair. That braid has become like her image, like, and that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, like I don't think she would be able to be. I think she, after a while, she'd probably be able to like find her own mark. But I mean, it's like Bailey with that side ponytail for a while. I think, like, I think she, I think she uses it as a crutch too much. Like, yeah, I agree. It's a crutch. 
I think if she like full on went heel, just cut the braid, like it would go over well. I think so. Just like you know, when Bailey turned heel, she got uh, you know, mom, soccer mom here. Nah, she don't have to go heel. She's actually a pretty good face. It's this. Yeah, she's like a really good face. Yeah, very very thing. marketable too. Yeah. yeah, I think, and it's just one of those things because like every match you're gonna do something with the braid, like even like a big time matchup, they're gonna do something with the braid. Either like drag her around the ring with it, or choke her with it, or something, or she's gonna whip somebody with it. Like and that happens, like like I said, just about every match that she's in with that. Bra- yeah. Oh. Awesome. All right. All right. Let's get to the main event segment. Austin on the KO show, which pretty much is KO goaded. <laughs> goaded Austin into a uh, having a one final matchup. <laughs> yep. And Austin delivered. Man, to be thirty years. I was very, very surprised to see that Austin could still go. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for that uh that twenty minute beat down, pretty much what it was. Um took a couple suplexes onto some unforgiving yeah. concrete and steel. Yeah, he took some bumps. But it was it was awesome. It was a great way to end that first night. Um which really night two could not touch touch that moment at all. So. Yeah, night one, I mean, after, the, you know, you had Cody, um, you had the women's title match, you had, uh, I mean, both women's titles match, but uh, Bianca, Becky, uh, and uh, and then you had the Austin thing, like, it couldn't get, and then I would, actually, I, I enjoyed the uh, Miz, Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. That match actually was more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will give Logan Paul credit, even though I think he's a giant douche. Um, he did say he had a couple interviews after his mania appearance, and he goes, Look, he's like, Y'all call this like you call this fake? He's like, My side is still hurting. He's like, I'm still in pain. He's like, those he's like, that's not a trampoline under there. That's there's no cushion. He's like, it's plywood or you know, whatever. He's like, and it hurts. He's like, even during like practice, like training and stuff, he's like you're putting yourself at risk, you know, to train to do this before you even have your match. Is it cause you're training on the same type of ring that, that you use in that, that you see on TV. He's like, man, he's like, it's killer. So, uh, I, I do say, you know, respect Logan Paul for that. Like coming to defense of those people, you know, saying that all that I shit's mean, fake, he, but yeah, he, uh, he looked pretty good. I mean, he, it was like a little awkward at first, especially, but yeah, um, and kind of missed his spot. Like you know, he got on the wrong side of the ring for the. I think it's the, just like once the once the nerves calmed down and he got like his bearings, he, he actually didn't do too bad. Like he's no he's no Pat McAfee or um or no, Bad Bunny, no. but I mean he he did pretty well for himself. So. Yeah, I, actually, I don't know. He did better to me. He did better than Bad Bunny because like at least. His moves, like he actually did them. That money, yeah. like that that move, they the the Canadian destroyer. 
the Canadian Destroyer is the guy that's actually getting the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, but um, the Three Amigos and the, that Frog Splash looks pretty good. Yeah. It's very surprised, but yeah, very, yeah, I actually uh, like the Pokemon card around his neck. That was pretty cool, too. <laughs> That's like a super troll douche move, like wear a Pokemon yeah. card around your neck. Apparently, he bought it for like five million dollars. Is it his fake Charizard? No, he bought it for five million dollars. It's like some kind of like holographic Pikachu or something, like the highest. Because yeah, I think he's the one that bought that like fake Charizard one, right? Oh, probably. Oh, because I know he had one he was wearing. I think it is him. And it ended up being yeah. fake. <laughs> He's feeling like um, a I think lot it was. On it. He did it was the Charizard that he that he was wearing before, but this one is a um this one was a Pikachu, I think. Wow. And I think I think Carl's right. I think it was like a hologram like Pikachu card. Like he had that thing like bling the shit out too. Yeah, they uh, he he's not gonna get like the highest sold trading card. Yeah, that's insane. Which I think he did on purpose too, like because it's like the highest highest selling trading card. You know, you think it'd be like a baseball card or a basketball card, but yeah, no, it's a Pikachu <laughs> Pokemon card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pikachu also Babe Ruth. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, awesome! So night one, night two. I like night two was kind of hard to get through uh, compared to night one. Um, yeah. I mean, um, but I'm trying to think if there's a like a match I I I enjoyed the Edge. Um, um, Edge Styles, yeah. Edge and Styles, yeah. I think yeah, probably I, the worst match for me was Omos and Lashley. I like that match. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I, I didn't mean, think it was bad. I just think it was like it just needed more of a build up. Like, like it literally got thrown together the Monday before WrestleMania. Like, yeah, yeah, and it carried over uh, until the Monday after WrestleMania. Yeah, which that we'll get into too, that too. So. <laughs> mm, I disagree, but we'll get into that. But Omos, yeah, I'm talking was- about like Raw, like in general. Oh Omos. well, yeah, that that yeah, yeah. that's true. But. Omos looked pretty good, man. Like he's more athletic. I mean, Omos. Omos is definitely one of the better big men that we've seen in a while. Like, and I'm not discrediting him for that. I just, I just think there should have been more of a build for this matchup, and especially yeah, like what, what, what? Let's let's get into this. Let's let's get into Omos and Lashley because it's going to carry into Raw. Um. So what was the point of having Lashley win that? And then we have the stuff that happens on Raw with MVP turning on Lashley and joining Omos. Like that made so, absolutely no sense. It does make to sense to do it that way. And the reason it makes sense is is you don't have a guy like Omos talk. He needs a mouthpiece. Who's the best mouthpiece as a heel? That's not Paul Heyman, and that's MVP. Yeah. yeah, but storyline wise, uh, like, what was the reason for everybody to turn on Lashley? Lashley's face. So you make Lashley's face, so then you have a face opponent versus uh, Roman Reigns. No, like, I get that, but storyline. If Lashley won that match, 
why would MVP turn on Lashley? They should have had Lashley lose to Omos and then MVP turn on Lashley Monday night to side with Omos. And MVP that would have made more sense. MVP sees the potential. <laughs> He's under the giant. He just needs, you know, his uh what was fucking under the under the giant? Well, Andre turned on Hogan. No, when what he, was, when he had, what was Andre's manager's name? Bobby the Brain Heenan. No, before that, didn't he have another manager? No, it's always been Heenan. I thought I'm gonna be thinking about something different. I mean, he was with um, Ted DiBiase for a little bit, like towards the end of his run. But like, he is mainly managed by Heenan before he turned before um he turned face. Uh, I thought he had like a little skinny dude that was like his manager. No, you think are you you thinking of Giant Gonzalez with Harvey no, no. Whippleman? Yeah, that was downtown Brunner. But uh, yeah. I was thinking. I thought I would say there was like another little skinny dude before for him. Me mm. I always remember uh, Bobby Heenan. I know, I know he was in the human family in like WWE, but <laughs> yeah. But you know, I get, I get why, you know, the pairing with MVP and Omos. But it's just like, like I said, the story, the story arc doesn't really make sense. We'll yeah. see. Maybe, maybe they'll pan it out over the next couple of weeks, and we'll get more to it. But. Just the way everything like kind of happened, it just didn't didn't flow. What you say, Carl? Frank Frank Ballas. Was it yeah, Andre? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's see. All right. What else? Night two. Um, the Raw Tag Team Title Match. So good. Uh, oh no 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 no! Not the Tag Team Title Match. That was okay. That wasn't too bad. Uh, the ending was kind of stupid after the after match or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But the match itself wasn't that bad. Was I didn't like um Riddle's RKO. Riddle always oh. RKOs. I know. I just, I just like Riddle doing the RKO. I like it. It looks pretty. Uh, cool. Is it sad for like a good like minute? I was trying to figure out who's in that match and who the fucking winner of the who the Raw champions were. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I remember watching it. I know I watched all of it, but I cannot fucking for the life of me remember yeah, the fucking. I mean, personally, um, I look at because like for some reason I'm like New Day. Is that a champion? <laughs> <laughs> New Day just should just always be tag team champions. New Day or the yeah. Usos, those are the only ones that should be tag team champions. That's the problem. Problem. 
That's why they need to unify the tag belts and just have the tag team champions go between the shows. Yeah, we just have the Usos versus the New Day every pay-per-view. No, I mean, we can get the Usos versus RK Bro or... Um, I know, I was just... Was a joke. Straight Profits in. Priest, though. Um, Got some in my go for I'm surprised the Viking Raiders haven't been released yet, but eventually... <laughs> Uh, let's see, night two. What else? Uh, Pat McAfee and Austin Theory actually turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, I really love good. Pat McAfee, dude. <laughs> the fucking, I'll tell you, the stunner, dude. That was fucking. Oh my god, Austin Theory <laughs> and Pat McAfee sold the hell out of those fucking stunners. Do you believe there are people bitching about this? That Austin Theory oversold that stunner. But Pat McAfee sold it perfectly. Have you never seen? Have you never seen anyone take a stunner before? Like, like a Stone Cold stunner. Like, you have to oversell it. Like that. That's the whole point. Yep. I was like, nobody oversold better than the Rock or Scott Hall. But I mean, like, you have to oversell that thing. Yeah. No. I mean, Austin Theories look pretty fucking good. Yeah, uh, he he did probably he he probably I don't know it's a toss up because what Pat, Pat McAfee did afterwards where he's like on the outside laying down drinking, and drinking beer. the beer <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny like so I don't know you know I probably still go with Theory probably did the best one though it, he, he yeah like, good. I like Theory's stunner cell that was pretty awesome um, how was better than Vince's <laughs> Vince's. <laughs> Man. See, well, a lot of people, well, a lot of people don't know. Well, a lot of people don't know. It's actually he was attacked by John Cena. You just couldn't see. Him. Yeah, <laughs> Cena. Cena was trying to save him from the stunner. <laughs> oh man, it's <laughs> funny. Oh man, so Vince took the first stunner and then took the last stunner, pretty much. So, <laughs> oh man, like. I don't know. Vince's Vince's selling of the stunner was always terrible. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah it was never. He's yeah. Oh, I mean, he was old when he was taking it the first time. Yeah. <laughs> He's even older now. Yeah. Got um, no problem jumping off a crash pad, but can't sell a stunner. <laughs> What uh? What do you think about uh? Bed. What do you think about the Wee Man body slam on uh, uh? I gotta say, that match turned out probably to be, um, after Edge and Styles, probably my, you know, next favorite match of the night. Like it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they, to me, they still shouldn't have gave the win to fucking uh, Knoxville, well, you know. but. You know they're going to give the win to Knoxville, just like they gave the win to Miz and Logan Paul. Like, like the celebrities always win, like pretty much. So, unless they're freaking Drew Carey or you know Pete Rose. <laughs> at least, at least Logan Paul like fucking was athletic and yeah. Know. But I mean, you knew what you were getting, what you were going to get with this matchup. Like, and I, I came pretty damn close to my prediction. Just like yeah. a couple inches down, and I would have been right. We got tased in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought it was good. Um, 
Come to find out, uh, the producer for that matchup was uh, Shane Helms. <laughs> oh, shit. That's why it's his favorite match. <laughs> I did not find that out until actually yesterday. No. I was like, That's wow. why the mousetrap was in there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I did. I like the, uh, the Wee Man body slamming Sami Zayn. I thought that was pretty entertaining. Yeah, like just like the whole match. It was a fun match. That's that's what it was. No, or or what they could have did if they were going to give the win to Knoxville is they should have had a WWE guy interfere as well. You know what I mean? Like take like a chair yeah. shot from somebody. I mean, like Party Boy wasn't enough. <laughs> Party Boy, Party Boy, and Wee Man was awesome. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> you talking about the former Intercontinental Champion, like. You know, he's yeah. not supposed to be taken out from some guys from Jackass. <laughs> then don't go, then don't have a no holds barred match with somebody and expect to win. What do you mean? I could beat you in a no holds barred match. Yeah, I know, because weapons benefit you. That's the point. Yeah. The weapons yeah. benefit Johnny Knox. But no matter how many midgets you get, the fucking, you know, beat me up. Like, I was well, still, you got to remember that that community doesn't like me anymore. Oh, yes, yeah, right. Because you <laughs> called him a leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I said the M word. My bad, dude. Uh, I meant little person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. <laughs> oh, what else? Yeah, I like I like the match. Like I uh, it was great. It was fun. Yeah. It was. Good. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed most of it. <laughs> we know you're laughing your ass off in the background. I think that was the I think that was a general consensus. Like a lot of people were going into this like, oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Like Johnny. Pat, I would say Pat I would say Pat McAvee Austin Theory though was definitely number two. So I you know what I'm I'm gonna agree with that one. I think yeah, definitely have to change my ranking on night two that Definitely number two behind Edge and Styles, and then uh, Sammy. Was, he, uh, was that was that the only one that was like disappointed between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns? Nope, nope, nope. nope. Like, I don't have a problem with Reigns winning, um, and I'm glad that they did make it like an actual pinfall and not something stupid for like yeah, he got choked out and couldn't continue or had a concussion or some stupid bullshit like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, just the match itself, like, for all this hype that it was getting, like, uh, yeah, I've better matches. Roman Reigns hadn't been in a whole lot of good matches that I can think of, but, I mean, he's been in some good <laughs> matches, but it's like, y'all had to yeah. do better than that, my guy. It's like, I don't yeah, know. It was kind of, it was kind of disappointing, though. Considering like what we had from night one for the main event, and then we go into this one, it was it's kind of a letdown. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean is the best WrestleMania match of all time? Oh. No, man. <laughs> like no. I'm kind of like we knew Roman was going to win because I think we all picked Roman to win this. We did, if I remember correctly. But um, like it, Carl it got all his picks right. Remember. Not night two. Night two. I got all night one right. Oh, nice. 
Oh, man. Awesome. The, um, I forgot what else. Like, they had all, like, the only thing that was on night two, no, all the women's matches are on night one. Yeah. No, they had the, uh, no, it was, uh, the tag, tag match. Uh, the tag match. Okay. The tag title match was on night two. That's right. Yeah. The other we two already, matches were on night we one. We already talked about. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. So it's pretty. It's I thought we were missing something, though. What match, what match do we miss? Um, Night 2 didn't have a lot on there, so it was mainly... Oh, yeah. The, we, we, I mean, we already talked about the bullshit tag match between... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about McIntyre fucking... Um, Mad Cat Moth. Because no, nobody cares. Uh, Corbin. Cor- Corbin. 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 Because <laughs> nobody cares. I, the, the only thing that came out of this match is McIntyre is the only person to kick out of the end of days. So he's a fucking yeah. douchebag. Yeah. And Fuck fucking you, McIntyre. Try to kill somebody with a fucking sword. It's like you never use that fucking sword now. Dude, did you see how wobbly that sword was? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? There's no like, way. No sword wobbles that like thing. that. <laughs> like... They look like the freaking sword from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the one that sings. <laughs> the same sword from Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit. That's what the fuck mm-hmm. that looked like. But that was just kind of like the... It was kind of... Well, that one wasn't thrown together. I was, I bet say it was just thrown together, but it wasn't. They had a fucking storyline from... Yeah, there was like a whole build-up. Because he had... Um, because McIntyre and Moss wrestled at the last pay-per-view. So this yeah, is pretty we're much we're the, the continue continuation from that and then like the end of it, pretty much. So because yeah. on SmackDown, McIntyre was wrestling uh Sami Zayn. Uh which yeah. I want to talk about SmackDown tonight too, and I did watch a little bit of it and I got the results up for it as well. Oh, so, they had the they they had the belt ooh. out. Did you see the belt? I did the not see belt? the belt. Uh, and let's say it was like a fake thing I seen. Uh, the new belt is gold, but it's still the WWE logo. Ah, uh, gotcha. You know, there was one that was um, there's one that had like comedy. It was like red and blue. Like there's been like new, like a few different like yeah. designs apparently. So. Yeah, this one, this one looks like the like the Universal, except for it's gold behind the uh, the WWE logo. Yeah. Not yeah. bad. All right. So I still would like a traditional belt though. Like a yeah. world world belt or something like that. Have Here. a globe on it. <laughs> oh awesome. All right. Let's uh let's get into Raw. Uh did you get to watch any of Raw, Carl? I did not see any of Raw. Um I was actually watching a national championship. <laughs> uh well you didn't miss anything so it was pretty much a letdown like because usually the wrestlemania after raw is like just as big as wrestlemania like historically right yeah yeah nope we got veer making his anticipated debut on raw um and that was pretty much it like there was nothing raw was boring as shit yeah, like for a post WrestleMania Raw, that sucked. Yeah, I mean, usually they have like a ton of 
you know, people was uh back. was Gable was Gable there? <laughs> no. Oh, oh my god. I, I don't even want to talk about that. But this dude better be fucking spectacular with the amount of hype they're putting behind him. This, he got announced ridiculous. twice. He got announced twice at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. Who the fuck is this guy? Like, like, I, like, by the time he actually wrestles, like, who's gonna give a shit about him? <laughs> it puts me in mind of uh, remember Nathan Jones? Yeah. Yeah, like there's like all this hype behind Nathan Jones, and then there was this, like, I think he tag teamed with the Undertaker one time. Or yeah, you're supposed to that WrestleMania where Undertaker wrestled um A Train and Big Show was supposed to be him and Nathan Jones. Yeah. But Jones got like arrested or something. Like I don't know. He was there. It was it was something he like showed up crazy. So. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, but Raw Raw was terrible. Like wasn't really anything big on there. Like we did kick off the show with Cody and his promo, which is pretty good. Um, and I think that was like the probably one of the highlights of Raw. Then we'll probably end up getting Cody and Seth again at WrestleMania Backlash. Um, we'll see where that goes from there. But uh, let me tell you, you want post WrestleMania fucking SmackDown tonight? Oh my God! I'm I'm reading it now. Uh, yep. <clears throat> interesting. So, talk about debuts and call-ups. Raquel Gonzalez, who's now Raquel Rodriguez. Um, Walter. Well, Gunther. Walter got caught up? Yep. Yep. And uh, Marcel Barthel, who's now going by Ludwig Kaiser. Um, So, Imperium's pretty much done, but we saw kind of a breakup on that in NXT this week. Uh, Lacey Evans return. So like SmackDown yeah, was more. Wait, but you missed the best part. What was the best part? You missed the Roman Reigns. Here, I'll read this to you. I'm going to yes. read this paragraph for you. I'm gonna well, I was it. getting to that because that was the end. I'm, I'm going to read it. And, read and Carl can, you know, you need you need to be sitting down. Roman Reigns closes the show telling the Usos you need to go to Raw and take the tag titles, cementing the bloodline with all the titles to unify them as well. Okay. So we're going to get unification of the tag titles like you want. <laughs> now they Hopefully need to recruit Randy. like they need to yeah, recruit right. like Naomi now. They like, have Naomi try to win the women's titles. <laughs> to be honest, like if I'm completely honest and I was running WWE, fucking ditch Brock Lesnar, ditch fucking Roman Reigns, fucking let's put up Walter and fucking Cody Rhodes on the fucking main event. Hell to the yeah. end. You mean you mean the Walter that lost to Braun Breaker on Tuesday? Yeah, motherfucker. Send off Walter. I mean Braun Breaker has potential, but fucking Walter, man. I know. He's fucking awesome. And he has the look. Like that old school heel look. Like yep. you can make yep. him into the most like badass heel like that we've seen. I'm talking about like a real heel. I'm not talking about fucking Roman Reigns where 
more than half the crowd cheers for him, even though he's supposed to be the heel. Because uh, they're happy or, he's a heel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like the only heel. He's like the most cheered heel of all time. Yep. And they were pretending he's heel. Oh, yeah, he's heel. It's like no, he's not. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I will say um, the other thing with SmackDown, Ricochet next week's defending the Intercontinental Championship against Jinder Mahal. Ricochet has officially defended this the Intercontinental Championship more than Shinsuke Nakamura did in that entire year he had the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, another, thing, another thing I heard people arguing, and they're like, they're like, yeah, uh, Roman Reigns Longest title run. Uh, he's had it for like three years. Austin can't say that. It's like one the fucking WWE was too good. Yeah, they had a lot of title changes, but you know why? Because they had The Rock, they had Stone Cold, they had fucking Mick Foley, <laughs> they had Triple Wait, H. There's a there's they a lot of people. Shawn Michaels, they had Bret Hart, like. They had all this top tier talent. Like you had to switch the title. Like the reason why Roman Reigns can be the fucking champion he is right now because there's nobody. They don't have anybody. Yeah. Yep. And that's that's the big thing with WWE. Like there's like as of right now, they don't have anybody that transcends WWE as a household name. It's not like they, they could like they could with like. These people have the potential, but they don't. For some reason, they don't give them a push. Seth Rollins could definitely do that for you. Because they don't want anybody to be bigger than WWE. They don't want a specific talent now to be bigger yeah. than the brand itself with fear yeah. of losing that talent. Kevin mm. Owens probably could do that for you if you give yeah. him the opportunity. Because mm-hmm. you look at like The Rock and uh, Cena... Like those guys like started to transcend the WWE brand. It became bigger than the brand. And look where they're at now. It's the yeah. same thing I want, with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I wouldn't you know. I wouldn't necessarily say Cena. Cena was more of like your brand guy. Yeah, right? but I mean, you know, he started doing branching out with his name and doing more like The Rock did. I mean he did, and, but like, he was the Rock well, the he's, Rock and Austin. Like some Cozy Boston didn't act in the movie until like later on, but like people like your fucking teacher, like sixth grade teacher knew who fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin was, even though she was like some eighty year old woman at fucking Shrek Bush. Yeah. That was the draw. Austin and the Rock were the draws. The attitude era. Oh man, awesome. All right. Uh Dynamite this week. We kind of touched on a little bit. FTR versus Young Bucks 2. Um phenomenal matchup. Um not really Try much more that we can say that we haven't already said. I, um, I actually I'd like to see that match. I might have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, we kicked off Dynamite with uh Adam Cole versus Christian. Holy shit. Which was another banger. Oh. That one, I quite enjoyed that one too. I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't give Christian the win. Like, I don't, 
like neither one of them really benefited from getting the win on this matchup at all, but yeah. Can I uh, derail us for a second? Yeah. Since we're on AW, did fucking Edge rip off uh, the House of Black? Or you think he's ripping off the House of Black? Well, let me counter that question. Did the House of Black rip off the Brood? Not really. <laughs> the Brood was more like Vampires. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you draw inspiration from many different places, and it could be a possibility that Edge, because we know Edge watches Dynamite. Like, yeah. Edge flat out says he watches AEW. Um, because he's made numerous references to AEW talent, and he's referenced the revival or FTR. Um, yeah, he dropped, I mean, uh, MJF a couple weeks like during his feud with the Miz. So Yeah. But I mean Edge has always been a fan of wrestling. But Yeah. Yeah. I mean there there's probably some aspects that he drew inspiration from from the House of Black. But um his entrance at Mania was fucking amazing. <laughs> the entrance uh, I I don't know the song. I don't know. He's had way too many iconic songs to go with that song, but it's all good. Yeah, it was definitely a change. Like, cause you can't keep the same song. Like, if you're like doing I that know, drastic of a change in character, you could have did the throwback or something. You could come mm-hmm. out to some fucking white zombie. Yeah, could have some like more. You human don't even human. know me. <laughs> I like his new music. I think it fits up. Chris, Chris would. <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. I'm trying to think of all well, if there's anything else um, from Dynamite. Uh, Hikaru uh, Shida. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about fucking Jericho anymore. I'm so sick of his group already. It's garbage. Because it's all a front bunch of fucking jabronis that nobody cares about. Exactly. So like already Daniel Garcia and like fucking NXT wish versions of the young bucks. Like nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Like go back to wherever the fuck you came from. Um, but saying Hikaru Shida defeated Julia Hart. So she qualifies for the Owen Hart women's cup tournament. And then uh, Samoa Joe qualified for the men's Owen Hart tournament uh, by I defeating have, Max Caster. I have a but actually a pretty good rap. I have a question. Yeah. Do, are they actually a tag team or are they just jobbers at this point? Because they just get beat up by all the new talent. Caster and um, Bowens? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I think they're like pretty much like high profile jobbers right now. I mean, why are they, they, are. Why are they, they not don't. in title contention? I, I don't know. They don't ever fucking wrestle the tag teams. They're too busy. <laughs> they don't win. They're too busy being freaking jobber talent for whomever. Wins and losses matter, man. They had a lot of losses. <laughs> yeah, they have. <laughs> well, so they haven't even brought up rating like the rankings in a while. Like they usually like they'll throw them in there. Like Adam Cole had like a number two next to his name. I think that was more of Cody saying now he's gone like 
Yeah, I'll see if the uh oh they're still updating the rankings as of April sixth. So this is after um Rampage. Rampage. Which uh, apparently Jade is defending the uh, TBS championship against Marina Shafir. Ooh. All right, so the current rankings, um, AW rankings, men's rankings, Sammy Guevara Guevara is ranked number one. For the world? uh, For AW rankings. For the world title? I guess world title or TNT title because they kind of pair both of those together. And you just have separate rankings for the TNT championship. Let's Let's get Sammy Guevara the world title, dude. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny oh my god these rankings are hilarious okay uh so number one sammy guevara number two mm-hmm. is adam cole number three is lance Maybe. archer number four okay. is frankie kazarian what yes frankie kazarian is ranked number four and cm punk is ranked number five this is the top five <laughs> oh, so okay. we're so it's like kazarian all these wins on fucking dark and elevation because when's the last time you've seen Kazarian on dynamite? Like, seriously. And then where is fucking MJF at? Like, because he lost a uh, punk? Apparently. That two losses. Uh, out of his whole career? Yeah, pretty uh, much. His whole AEW career. Um, <laughs> okay, so here we go. The women's rankings, Nyla Rose is 7-0. and Serena Deeb is 7-0. and So that's 1-2. and uh, Layla Hirsch is 9-2, and so she's number three. Jamie Hayter is 4-0, and and Marina Shafir is 4-0. I didn't realize she'd been wrestling on Dyn- or with AEW that long. At least four matches. So that was one, like, dark. Uh, probably. Jeez. Hey, Jimmy Dark. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's where Paul White uh, wrestles. (laughs) Uh, Tag team rankings. FTR is number one at three and one. Dark Order is number two at five and two. That's uh, Jonathan Silver and Alex Reynolds. Uh, Top Flight, three and one, ranked number three. Uh... The Ass Boys ranked number four at five and two, and the Acclaimed are actually number five, ranked five and two. So those are the uh, current rankings. Young Bucks aren't even ranked on here at all. Yeah, at they're not as the good as Ass Boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, anti champions. The Ass Boys? No, fucking the Young Bucks. The young Bucks. No, it's a uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forget. Um, yeah, so I guess they're not right. Oh, that's insane. So FTR is pretty much in position to be next challengers for Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Um, so when we see FTR walking around with the Ring of Honor, AAA, and the AEW tag titles, God, I that hope should. so. That'd be awesome. Oh man! Then have them burst the good brothers. 
show them how uh, you're supposed to carry all the belts. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited to see where FTR ends up. They really are like one of the best tag teams, if not the best tag team running right now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Awesome. All right. So that's going to wrap up the, the six pack recap and everything for this week. Unless you guys um, got anything else to add. I do. Okay. I got some, I got some MLW for you. The main event of MLW this week was, uh, the Von Eriks versus the Mortons. Oh, okay. Ricky, Ricky Morton and his son. Uh-huh. Oh, that should have been interesting. It it was okay. I didn't like the finish. The finish was kind of bad. Awesome. One of them had like the like claw on on Ricky, and his son like came over, and he's like, "Hey, man, get it off of him! Get it off!" <laughs> and then the other air just like starts beating him. It's so. I actually thought it was comical. Dude, the Carl. Carl would say some shit about that into that match. The Von Eriks uh, have, I mean, they're a good wrestling family, but man, that call, dude, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, they need to, <laughs> they need to ditch that. Like, they, that cannot be a finisher anymore. I think even Lacey Von Erich, Lacey Von Erich didn't even use the Von Erich claw. I don't remember what the hell she used as a finisher, but it was not the claw. <laughs> That's why I never could get into Carrie. Binary, that much. Like, even everybody was like, oh, he's the best. I was like, yeah, I just. Like, even as a kid growing up in the uh, early 90s, late 80s, like when Kerry Von Eric was getting pushed. Um, was was like, he, was, yeah, he, was, uh, he was the one that was a Texas tornado, right? Yeah, he was the one that was a Texas tornado. Yeah. yeah. He did that freaking, like, just like that spinning clothesline. Yeah, as his finisher, which is oh, better than the claw. Better than the claw. The <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man! Oh, actually, one more thing. Uh, NWA this week, uh, opening matchup: Matt Cardona versus Tim Storm. Ooh, yes, that was um, pretty much what you'd expect. It was it was a hell of a matchup. Yeah. Uh, stipulation was. Tim Storm could beat Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona Dude, would. <laughs> uh, Cardona would try to get him. Um, like the stipulation was, if he beat Tim Storm, because Tim Storm, after he lost to Nick Aldis, he couldn't challenge for the NWA title anymore. Mm-hmm. Cardona said, if he he'd give him the stipulation, if he beats him, he'll give him a title match. Oh, okay. So, but unfortunately, uh, Tim Storm did not. Uh, pick up the win in that Yeah. But it's still a good match. Still really yeah. good matchup. Awesome. All right. So six pack recap. That's pretty much all we got for that. Um man, that was like the busiest week of wrestling. Like WrestleMania week. So got a little bit of a yeah. cool down period until WrestleMania backlash and like then we go back to like the normal where we get backlash? Uh, I don't know. There is no backlash this year. It's, uh, I mean, there's WrestleMania backlash, if that's what you mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, WrestleMania backlash. 
Uh, I know April 23rd is Impact's Rebellion pay-per-view, um, which we finally get Josh Alexander versus Moose one-on-one for the Impact Championship. Um, Moose. Uh, the one thing, Taya Valkyrie returned to Impact 2. Um, they're in the multiverse of matches, and we're getting Deanna Perazzo versus Taya for the Reina de Reina Championship at Rebellion nice. as well. Looking forward to that one. Good stuff there. Uh, May 8th is WrestleMania Backlash. Damn, we got like quite a bit of Damn. time in between those. Yeah. Almost a, a full month in between pay-per-views. Holy shit, WWE. They did that. They was like a and it was like a month before WrestleMania. It was like Yeah. And, and yeah. guess what we're getting? We're gonna get Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair in the I quit match. In the I quit match. Awesome. All right. So let's go ahead and head down the swile so we can grab for the collection this week. We had so many last week. Yeah, there's not much this week. <laughs> uh, all right. One of the big things this week, probably the biggest thing this week, NECA Toys announced the Turtle Van. Be a oh, NECA store.com exclusive. Uh, this beast is going to retail for $250 and is up for pre order now. And those will end um, April 19th. Chris, you already get the, your it name? looks. Nah, I don't do the cartoon line. I can't. There's there's way too much that they put out for that set for NECA. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I was doing the cartoon line, I probably would have found a way to buy this damn turtle van for $250. And then no, not tell my wife how much it actually costs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's actually very screen accurate to the cartoon. NECA actually, their uh, sculptors and designers spend like hours upon hours like studying like actual footage from the tv series the cartoon when they're sculpting this stuff so looks pretty cool and we'll hold all four turtles inside um it looks awesome uh, this is like the third turtle van that's come out uh, of course super seven has one and then there's a third party company um, that has one as well um but if you're looking for something a little more cost effective I think the third party one is a little cheaper than the NECA one, but still look pretty cool. I'm sure either one will be awesome for your turtle shelves. Get a Barbie van. <laughs> Barbie van and paint it green. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Hasbro announced a bunch of new Star Wars stuff. I'm not getting into that. Um, what did I find today? Uh, something we don't do very often. I. Had a pretty decent pickup. Uh, the Target exclusive, I believe this is a Target exclusive, if I remember cor- correctly, Eartha Kit Batman 66 Catwoman figure. Uh-oh. Arnold Toys. Super stoked to pick that up today. Um, yeah. Very few figures made at Eartha Kit as Catwoman, so very psyched to grab that one. She's my favorite out of her and Julie Newmark. You know, I'd buy toys at my store if I sold any. <laughs> I don't think it's. I couldn't go work at your store. Like, kind of. Well, probably save me money. One, but. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, good stuff. 
Uh, let's see. Anything else I can add to that? Uh, oh, check I, out her I TikTok. I never could watch a bunch of cat. I couldn't watch a bunch of Catwoman because I'd always like jerk off. Like even <laughs> I like the cartoon. Jeez. <laughs> there is on our TikTok page another uh, quick unboxing video, TikTok exclusive. Uh, taking a look at the uh, Zodiac Collector's Edition figure. So check that out. Awesome stuff there. All right, that's what we got for for the collection, guys. Let's go. No holds barred. Uh, you know, but they beat Duke. What about the Yeah, they beat Duke. That was a national (laughs) championship for them right there. Got Coach K's last loss, UNC, baby. How about the most beer I've ever sold in my store in a weekend? (laughs) I bet I could imagine. (laughs) Uh, that Saturday we did uh, almost 60k in sales with. A uh, third of that being just alcohol. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's awesome. <laughs> you going to watch the uh, USFL when it starts up here? Absolutely. Me? No. I would I would ask you who's gonna win the Masters, but uh, the guy that's in first is like way ahead. I mean, granted, he'll probably blow it, but it's gonna be Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger, I wish. Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger Woods, y'all. That'd be nice. <laughs> He's at least gonna make the cut, which is good. With delegation for the African Americans, select Tiger Woods. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> it's like the funniest. I've always episode. wanted to say this for shizzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what an episode! Oh man! Yeah, uh, remember the Wu Tang Clan. The Wu Tang Clan is Asian. Just so <laughs> everyone is clear on that. So <laughs> I don't. I have never been able to find it again. But there is an episode of of Chappelle's show where he like goes to heaven and like all this like good stuff happens to him. It is like the funniest fucking episode. And I have never been able to find it again, but I know it exists in my brain somewhere. It probably is an imagination. Is it? Is Chappelle's show still on Netflix? Or they pull it from Netflix? I think they pulled it from Netflix. No, they brought it back. It's on. Did they? They brought it back. Yeah, I think they brought it back. one of them. It's on like it's on Netflix. Netflix it's on Netflix. Like it's on. It's on. Okay. It was on Netflix and HBO uh, Max. HBO Max. Yeah. All right, I have to look for it because that that episode's like the best. <laughs> I love Chappelle show. That was such a great show. I have to like half the stuff that like he put in that show. He would definitely not be able to get away with on like TV now. Which sucks. I was in high. I was in high school when that. Yeah. And that was like the biggest thing. 
Let's see what happens when he plays a slow rock song in a barbershop. Hey, yo. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, the best one is uh, Wayne. Is Wayne Brady going to have to slap a bitch? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the barbershop, uh, though, with the, the drums of Questlove. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start playing the drums and like the guys like start the, rap battling. <laughs> I like the the Sesame Street one. It was like, I tell you something about your pappy. He makes a lot of money, but he ain't happy. <laughs> or it's a VD thing. It's a VD thing. We are the crabs. <laughs> Your nutsack will grab. I, ca- I traveled back in time to call you a honky. <laughs> honky? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. Chappelle Show. Love Chappelle Show. <laughs> Great! Oh man, there's a bunch of other jokes I love on there, but I can't. I can't yeah, we can't. It. We can't repeat them. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh man, I like the the World Dice Tournament though with uh, Ashy Larry. <laughs> oh yeah, World Champion. He, he does that pose, night. like he blows it, like like one <laughs> his hand type thing, and all that like ashes comes out. Then he does like the like the freaking like tiger claw pose. <laughs> Darnell Darn Rollins, man. Absolutely. <laughs> Bill Burr was in that skit too. He was uh, one of the commentators. Yep. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. So great. So great. Ah oh, man. So you, you guys watching anything? Anything interesting? I watched the first episode of Evil. It was okay. Is that Evil? Yeah, they was, my wife. It's, uh, my wife watched like the uh, all the WWE Evil. WWE, yeah, yeah. There's a CBS show called Evil too. My wife um, watched like first couple seasons of the first the episode. Played, uh, Luke Cage. Hogan. Well, that's not okay. The Hogan yeah. heel turn. Yeah, which like look at that. When I went and looked at the episodes, though, I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, yeah, it's not gonna be that good because it's like has Roman Reigns up there, which I don't consider him a heel. Um, I think Sasha Banks. They might have. A, I think I have an episode on, like Sasha Banks. Um, but there's no like the heels that we knew like that were heel. Like I'm surprised they haven't done like a slaughter one. Because at that time, I mean, like that was like, I mean, that's like one of the biggest with... heel turns in the WWF was Slaughter. Yeah, but to me, like once you do like people that were heels that were always heels, <laughs> like to me, yeah. like Ted DiBiase, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what's another guy that was like always heel that was like? Uh, I mean, even Rick Roberts was... not always a heel, but like. Like when he was a yeah. heel, he was like, 
Yeah, but he was like faced vicious. a lot, too. Oh. Iron yeah. Sheik, maybe. He was always heel. Yeah, I don't ever recall Iron Sheik being a face until after he retired and got a Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, IRS. Still I'm, randomly tweets, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I don't think IRS was ever a, a, a face. Uh, was he with the uh, the varsity squad or whatever? I don't think he was a face in that, was he? I don't think so. I don't know. Like that was, I just wasn't watching the varsity like, squad. I only know him as, as um, IRS. So. Yeah, when he was in the varsity thing, they were heels. So I thought it might have been like it makes sense. Yeah, but I don't remember him being um, face at all. Yeah. And I forgot about something we didn't talk about in NXT, but it's okay. Bring it up, babe. It's free for all. I, f- I forgot. Okay. That, I forgot about a uh, pretty deadly uh, debuting. Yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think that is that. Okay. Former yeah. NXT UK tag champions. They're they're good. I don't know if you ever watched them wrestle, but you should. Okay. Really, they're good. Okay. Like I always did stereotype of Garrett. And it's yeah. like so true, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You guys don't know. <laughs> I know I to bring up fucking Lil Joe from fucking. <laughs> I forgot. Oh man, that house show in Alabama. There it is on YouTube. Billy Joe and Jimmy Two Shoes. I know you guys don't know who they are. <laughs> They're nothing coming <laughs> cowboy green. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, funny. And. Oh, what else? What else we got? I don't think there's anything else. You guys have anything else to hold barred? Nope. Um, no, I think of. Uh, I mean, we could talk NBA playoffs when they get closer to happening. Oh, God. I don't know who the fuck's going to win. I'll think about it. Have an answer. Not the Lakers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nope. You see they shut LeBron down the rest of the season? Yeah, I know. And then there are Tom Lottrick and Westbrook to Charlotte. Charlotte. Please fucking no. I don't want that. I don't want him to Charlotte. We're fine with LaMelo Ball. He's out of the ball hog with me. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I just don't understand why they ever traded for him to begin with. Who? For Westbrook. Oh, yeah. I don't know. The Lakers made a lot of stupid decisions. Mm, uh, yeah. All the appease one player. And kind of set their franchise probably back a few years because that player might leave unless his son gets drafted by him. Or <laughs> yeah, true. Awesome if you don't know what we're talking about, Chris, LeBron James wants to play up until his son gets drafted and he wants to play with his son on the team. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, speaking of saying, did you hear? I don't know if this is true or not. We can do it in the host bar. Uh, 
They're saying that Chris Benoit wants to wrestle as Chris, Chris Benoit Jr. Chris Benoit Jr. Yeah, like yeah. you already had it hard for yourself to begin with, um, with the Benoit name, but now you want to be Chris Benoit Jr. Ain't nobody gonna hire you, dude. I'm sorry. You know, you could be like the greatest fucking wrestler in the world, but if you want to be Chris Benoit Jr., it's not gonna fly. <laughs> I don't know. There's people now. There's people now. I'm starting to see YouTube videos. They're kind of because I guess like Chavo was saying that. Uh, Ben while I was worried about some people following them that they're are trying to say now that they were murdered. Like yeah, well, that was that was been like the whole thing is like because Chavo said he was on the phone with Benoit and he said, Hey, you know, hold on a second, you know, someone's at the door. And then he heard like some scuffles and like a whole bunch of other stuff. So but like the autopsy, like Chris Benoit and the scan of his brain. Like was so, like his, the brain damage that he had was so bad. Like it's hard to believe. Like, like any like substantial claims and stuff from Benoit himself. Like, like yeah. people following him or anything like that, because it could have been just the the paranoia from the dementia and stuff that he was suffering from yeah. from all those chair shots, chair shots, diving headbutts, like all that stuff. So, I think it's. It's really hard to say. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah. like if you want to pay homage to his dad, he could have just been like the Canadian crippler. Yeah, uh, Canadian crippler or Pegasus kid, like something. No. Like, why not go? Why not be Pegasus kid junior? Like, why go? Why go Chris Benoit Jr.? Yeah, but I mean, I hope he gets his shot. Like, you know, I just think it's a, you know, probably a bad choice of names. Yeah. Like, he's not going to get hired at WWE with that name. Nope. Oh, awesome. All right. Before we get into the Venture Slowdown, got a little quick little thing here. If you're going to be in the North Carolina area around June 11th, uh, Masters of Ring Entertainment, High Point, North Carolina, at the truest point home of the High Point Rockers baseball team, we got some awesome wrestling going on with appearances from Kurt Angle, um, Juventud Guerrero, Shannon Moore, the Prince of Punk himself, so we got Killer Cross, Scarlet, Terry Runnels, Fred Rosser, Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser, uh, Penta El Zero Miedo. That's right. TJP, Matt Taven, newly inducted Hall of Famers, the Steiner Brothers, Lady Tapa. Um, who was actually part of the famous Simone family. Um, she actually was part of Impact Wrestling for a little bit. So she will be in attendance. Savannah Evans, tag team partners with... Um, Tasha Steels. Tasha Steels. There we go. And then like a whole bunch of other people showing up here for a big battle royal. A bunch of uh, independent guys that... I don't know if anybody really knows who they are, but... Yeah, we so, we probably do. 
we probably Garrett knows. Uh, Garrett knows. Uh, Garrett knows. <laughs> the Infinite Man, T I M, Tim, the Infinite Man. Hang time. Um, Logan Quindell. Hell Res- Hellraiser Reggie Reason. That's a uh, name there. We've also got Devin Worthy. Trent Nitro. Sean Cruz. Underdog Sean Cruz. Jack Tatum. I've heard that name before. Jay Wolf. George South. George South. So, George South is not here. Trey's Genovese. Trey Havoc. Ellsworth going to be there? No. <laughs> the uh, the Zan Experience. SCB2G. I don't know who that is. So those are... Uh, Hambone Jones, baby. Hambone <laughs> Jones. <laughs> the Great Knight, Joseph Everhart. Johnny Geiger, not to be confused with Johnny Swinger. Callus Vane, who apparently is a pirate. Damon Bryce. Devin Bright. AC Divine. Damn, there's a lot of people in here. Baby Lotion. It's <laughs> Baby Lotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that Velveteen Dream? Is that no, it's, it's literally a dude. Um... With his tongue out, like about to pour baby lotion on his body. Like, and his name is Baby Lotion. <laughs> He's like, peace, Lake. I know if I can grab him. <laughs> uh, Curtis Cash. To Leon X, Dre White. I don't reckon like any of these. There we go. Yeah. So that's all the, uh, in the local independent guys that will be there. Uh, for this big battle royal. I'm going to send you guys a picture of baby lotion. Oh God. In the group chat. <laughs> oh man. Well, I awesome. touch myself. This picture. I hope it's theme music as I touch myself. Cause that would make perfect sense. <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Vintage start on this week. Stick with WrestleMania. Um, and coming off that high, that was uh, Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. WrestleMania 15, the first WrestleMania bout between Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. What's your recommendation for this week? Didn't we already do that as a finish show there? Like before we was recommending them, we actually watched the three Austin. I think we talked about it as like the greatest feud type thing but mm-hmm. we might have I don't know but we can recommend it again it was yeah it was a good match it, it was that good <laughs> the Austin the beginning of the Austin Rock trilogy alright so uh, let's wrap it up here some shout outs this week Looking for some more awesome wrestling and wrestling figure podcasts and content. Be sure to check out our friends over at the Fig Cave. Um, and follow our good friend Phil at the Fig Cave on Twitter and subscribe to the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast at. 
Same thing with our friends DJ and Tommy over at the Running Podcast as well. And the call up with Kenny, we mentioned earlier, who had a great interview with the New Day's ring gear and now uh, designer. And check out Figure Kingdom for some awesome wrestling figure pictures, um, some articulated comic book art, if you will. There's a lot of cool stuff. Um, you can find him, Figure Kingdom, on Instagram and, and Kingdom Figure on Twitter. So lots of cool stuff, lots of great action shots that he posts up there. Definitely a man of the craft and I think he's actually gotten to do some of the AEW figures from Ringside Collectibles and a few other um, fig photos as well that are featured up on there so definitely a good follow for that Um, but if you're a fan of us and you want to support us but not sure how easiest way to do that is to follow us on Twitter at Pod with 1D, Instagram Pod with 2Ds and our sister Instagram for the underscore collection for a lot of the toy stuff um, Facebook.com slash WrestleGettingPod and check us out on TikTok at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds and be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify go ahead and leave us a five star rating doing that helps us gain a little bit more exposure in the searches and helps us expose ourselves more to a wider audience and another way you can support us head over to RedBubble.com slash people slash Wrestle again pod with one D and buy some of our sweet ass merchandise. Yep. Or just send us like five dollars. Yeah. PayPal. Not even PayPal. Send us in the mail. Five dollars cash. Send cash cash in the mail. Yep. Awesome. All right. Let's end it like we usually do. Theme of the week. Carl, it's back to you. What you got for us? So, kind of following up on WrestleMania, because um, I already did Austin. So, what I was going to do is since uh, Cody Rhodes hit the bionic elbow, uh, I don't have to go with Dusty Rhodes, uh, WWE thing, Common Man. He's just a common man. Working hard with his hands. He's just a common man. <laughs> Got that cowbell in the beginning too. Yeah, it was like awesome. It's like it was made by um, Blue Oyster Cult. Yep. <laughs> oh, awesome. Some good stuff. All right, y'all. That's what Ed, so, Ed should have come out to. Should have come out to Don't Fear the Reaper. No, don't for the reaper. Oh, that was <laughs> <a little spot. laughs> oh man. Well, that's good stuff there. Not quite the uh, three-hour show that I uh, anticipated. <laughs> With all this wrestling going on this past week. But we appreciate you guys for listening to us this week and every other week and all your continued support. Uh, be sure to like, share, follow on all of our social media. Um, definitely share our social media posts, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, or, um, fucking TikTok, you know, anything like that. Um, just to help us get a little more fans and all that fun stuff. So again, appreciate it. And that's, that's going to do it for, for this is uh, episode 137 Wrestle Getting Podcast on behalf of myself, Chris the Heat Matthews, Gary G Money Mon. 
and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Thank you guys, and we'll chat with y'all next week. Later, Marks. Garrett, you know, I've been pretty hard on you the last couple of weeks. And uh, I just want to say that, man, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you don't know shit about wrestling. But <laughs> 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 well you know what they say. They say crack you. You know about wrestling, but you don't know nothing about that wrestling there. Wrestling. <laughs> Wrestling. That's what Austin. That's what Austin did. He wrestled that motherfucker. He didn't wrestle him. He wrestled. He wrestled him. You, you think baby lotion wrestles? <laughs> no, definitely. He probably not. <laughs> he probably. He probably. Yeah, re- re- wrestled out the W. <laughs> <laughs>